Hi, it's Ethan Hayter and you're listening to QuickLink Podcast. Hello and welcome to QuickLink Podcast 420 Blaze It for Thursday the 24th of February. It's your daily microdose of pro cycling news from Tarmac Track and Between the Tapes. Three races today as the inaugural Gran Camino got underway for four days of fun across Vigo and Galicia in northern Spain. But first up, happy birthday to Pierre Limpens of Park Hotel Valkenburg, to Maddie Wadsworth of AWOL O'Shea, and to former national champion and Masters Worlds winner Andy Critchlow, who runs the Cycling Heroes podcast. Congratulations also due today to three British cycling legends. Firstly, to the nation's most decorated Olympian, Sir Jason Kenny. He joins GBCT as their new sprint coach on the track, and to Lizzie Dynan and, of course, to her husband Phil, who've just announced they're expecting their second child. Lotto Sudao have announced that from next year they'll be known as Lotto Destiny. Sudao, who make glue or something, they are gallivanting over to join Patrick Lefebvre at Quickstep, so Destiny, a Belgian telecommunications company, are coming on board as Lotto's co-title sponsor for at least two years. So, to the racing, and as it's International Opposites Day... We'll start with dessert. Stage 5 of the UAE Tour brought us another sprinter's day. 182 kilometres from Az Al-Khaimaiha to the man-made island of al Majan. Would this be the day that Sam Bennett or Dylan G got that first one of the season under their belts, or would they again be denied at the line? Following a nasty crash yesterday, there were some doubts as to whether Muck Cavendish would contest a sprint. Only time and 182 kilometres of fat, sandy roads would tell. We joined the coverage with 63 kilometres to go, where this four-man break, including Frever and the brake man Dmitry Strakov from Gazprom Rus Velo, had a lead of 1 minute and 13 seconds on the peloton. Despite his extraordinary efforts in the climb yesterday, Philip Agana was prominent, pulling on the front of the group, keeping the pace high. So much so that, that within 60 kilometres, that gap had been reduced to 13 seconds, and soon after that, all the riders were back together again. At 38 kilometres, the road opened, the wind strengthened, and Abbasin Phoenix, sensing the possibility of echelons, put the hammer down. Small gaps opened within the group, and riders towards the back struggled to close them, but close them they did. And together the pack stayed until Kirkel of Brosprom Velo decided he had had enough and set off at the front. No one followed, so he cast a lone shadow as he raced towards the finish line some 28 kilometres ahead. He set quite a high pace and by 16 kilometres managed to achieve a gap of 2 minutes and 15 seconds. Would he make it and take a surprise win? No. He was gratefully swallowed by the group within the final stretch of the race. It seemed like a typical uneventful lead-in for a sprint finish, when, with 6 kilometres to go, Pacaccia suffered a rear-wheel puncture and had to fall back to the team car to get a bike change. Sensing blood in the water, Ineos stepped to pace, hoping to gain some crucial seconds and elevate Garner from second place in the GC to be the next wearer of the red jersey. Unfortunately for them, it was not to be, and Pacaccia rejoined the peloton with, before the roundabout within the last three kilometres. The last kilometre was hectic, with Israel Startup Nation, Ineos, Bora Hansgrove and Bike Exchange Jaco all endeavouring to set up their lead-up trains to get their man to the line first. But none of them could shake Philipson from Alpesin Fiddix or Coy from Jumbo Visma uh, from their wheels, and in the final metres it was Philipson who was victorious, with Coy taking second and Sam Bannett in third. Cavendish was noticeable by his absence as he had apparently been knocked out of contention by a mechanical in the final 800 metres. By taking some seconds on an intermediate sprint earlier in the race, Pacaccia saw his lead on the GC increase to four seconds over second-placed Ghana and will remain in red for the next stage. He is also the official wearer of the white youth jersey. Philipson remains in the green points jersey and Strakoff retains the black intermediate sprint jersey. Stage six is the last chance for the sprinters. Will we see another Philipson win? 
based on his current form, is a distinct possibility. Thanks to Anna for that report from the UAE tour. Anna is on Twitter at Anna MacB, A-N-N-A-M-A-C-B. Now over to Rwanda for stage five of the national tour, a modified 130k today from Muhanga and over four categorised climbs in the first 65 before tackling the Cat 1 at Kivaruga and onto a summit finish in Musanze. Axel Laurence of BNB Hotels KTM leading GC by 10 seconds from Angel Madrazo of Burgos and Daniel Tetsfatsion of Drone Hopper. Early on, local legend John Bosco Nsengimana of Benediction Ignite showed himself allowed to escape alone and hoover up some early mountain points before being collected on the road to Ruyenzi, where again Nsengimana was let go off the front to scoop more mountain points. Didier Mershan of Drone Hopper joined him off the front at the Cat on Climb at Canyonia, but wasn't able to overhaul the Rwandan, and Nsengimana ensured he'd take the KOM jersey come the evening's podium. Following the descent of Umarenge, six riders had clipped off the front. Lennart two girls of Tartaletto Ixorex, Alexander Geniers of Toto Energies, Alain Boyo of B&B, plus Mershan and Nsengamana, and they were chasing Pierre Roland. Anyway, naffle else happened until the final climb. Pierre Roland and Alexander Geniers contesting a two-up sprint from the peak of Misanze to the line. Geniers winning it by a couple of lengths. Alexander Geniers of Toto Energies with the win. Pierre Roland of BNB Hotels KTM second. And then Eric Manzibay of Benediction Ignite claiming third ahead of a 10-rider strong chase group. With fourth went to Henok Mulboran ahead of Angel Matrazzo. Gianni Machand in sixth. Leo Hater seventh. Then Tatsfatsion Bujak and Uart eighth to tenth. Axel Laurent lost over four minutes, so Madrazzo takes the GC lead. He's level on time with Tetsfatsion. Bujak is at six, Maluburan at seven, and Uart 13. Hater is up to sixth at one minute 22. 152k tomorrow over the familiar climbs of Kirunga, Tetero, and Jikumbi before arriving back in the capital city of Kigali. We have a special opening weekend preview show tomorrow as Matt takes a trip down memory lane looking at three previous memorable editions of Omloop Het Newsblad. We'll see you then. Take care. You've been listening to QuickLink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuickLinkPod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.